Hey, Joel, mm. what do you have planned for September 29th? Well, my friends and I are going to go to the Arclight and see Herbie Lovebug. They're doing like a talk back. No, 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 Joel. The 29th is that oven mitt throwing contest. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that t- oh, I double booked. Yeah. But oh. then also, I'm concerned because that's the day we're going to meet camp. Oh, we are? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to learn how to butcher. Yeah. Guys, the 29th is when I invited you all to my basement so that I could read from my journal. Oh, Guys, yeah. we got a very big problem because we are quintabooked. We have Mel Feelings live on the 29th at 7 at UCB Sunset. No special guest this time. Oh, no, guys, there is going to be a special guest. Who? Retta. (gasps) Retta from Parks and Rec and Good Girls and from being an awesome person in the world? That Retta, yes. (laughs) And at UCB Sunset, just to confirm. Tickets at sunset.ucbtheater.com. Join. Join us. Join us. She was there. This is slightly off topic because we did mention the Pacific Northwest and where you're from, but mm-hmm. we did get a response a long time ago, Our first, one of our early episodes of season one, we were talking about if there were particular Oregonian foods, and we we called up those authentic Oregonian accents. Oregonian! And we, di- we, didn't, we couldn't come up with anything, but we did have a response from a listener, oh. Alexandria Nanaman, or Nanaman, I apologize. Uh... I'm sure this was an old episode, but Ty asked what a signature Oregon food is. Hazelnuts, marionberries, and yes. salmon. Okay, but uh, don't... Not, and by the way, thank you very much for submitting that. You put those ingredients into a blender. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> Make that's a my, what, what she's Throw saying, ch- which, which she's chili. 100% accurate about, is those are products that are, are yes. Oregonian. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they're delicious, and they are... Uh, You'd associate those, and with you would—I absolutely associate those with Oregon. But, and maybe she, she probably actually has the answer to this as well. I don't know of a dish that is specific to mm-hmm. specific to Oregon. Right. But, but I'm, I'm probably probably wrong salmon on that with too. hazelnut sauce with a marionberry reduction. Yeah, oh, that'd be I, nice. I, I would think so. <laughs> but she loves the pod podcast. Awesome. Thank you. Thank That's you. That's very for nice, yeah. uh, I had a. a question from Tynan's but uh, really quickly before sure. we move move on I would like to specifically ask if she does know of a dish because I would love to know yeah if she does ha- know of a dish please yeah what was her first name again Alexandria Alexandria please if you do know of an Oregonian dish please send it to us and we will make it a mouthfeel I will make it mm-hmm. for mouth feelings yeah. or, or someone will make it or someone will make mm-hmm. it for mouth what feelings. if it's raw dick on toast <laughs> does it have well, to be I mean, I'm already legally committed <laughs> yeah <laughs> Classic so, Oregonian so, dish, yeah. raw dick uh, on toast. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. yes. More raw uh, dick on toast. Uh, reminds me of Oregon. <laughs> Let's just call them flimsies like we normally do. <laughs> Put your flimsy back in your pants. <laughs> well, we're, we're cooking. We got a piece of toast, yeah? Oh, you scruffy old Oregonian. Uh... So ask that question yeah, again, sorry. Uh, Johnny. Uh, the question that, that uh, Tynan brought up in her mouth feeling was, 
Uh, well, this is the question I had because she said this chili was what she craved when she was at college or what she would, it's the first thing her mom would make for her when she came home from being away for a while. And I wanted to know if you guys had something like that. Mm. Mm. I do. I can yes. start. Yep. Yeah. Lasagna, my mom's Ooh. lasagna, which is um, delicious. If I fed it to an Italian person, they would slap me. <laughs> Okay. I bet you Blair, I have a similar. I have something I was similar. Conscious slaps. <laughs> no, just a barrage. Yeah. What is so? I bet, I bet you Blair threw some kidney beans in there. Yeah. <laughs> What's so wrong about it? it What's so of, wrong? About instead it? Instead of ricotta, she puts cottage cheese. Whoa! What the fuck? I'm, that's great. It's delicious. I love that. It's bet delicious. It I bet it's it's so. I mean, Mel Mel's in a different planet right now. He hates. And he has, a, he has a weird dairy thing too. Yeah, Mel yeah yes. Yeah. I, I just don't like cottage cheese and then sour you cream. Like and that. sour cream. Yeah, sour cream. cream. Sour cream. What, why did we all decide that sour cream is a Christopher Walken? I decided. <laughs> yeah, you just do it better. Sour cream. I, I don't like cottage cheese and lasagna either. <laughs> How do we I, end up doing I do that? love <laughs> your mother. She's you would love it. Wonderful. You would eat it. This you is would beneath love us. It. It's the worst. Uh, that would be the, that would be so the thing sorry. that I would come uh, come home and that would be right, waiting for me. Wow. Yeah. Uh, my mine would be, and this is something that I, I should do for a mouth, a mouth feeling at some point. Is uh, my mom's, or actually my grandma's uh, rolls recipe. Which mm. is very very uh, uh, kind of kind of the the closest thing my mom had to like a like a regular like gonna hit it out of the park with this one every time because they're they're just great and, and I mm. I don't know if there's something special about them uh, uh, like like if there is a secret ingredient I, I haven't I haven't tried making them but uh, um, uh, man they they were good they were good and and that, that was the thing that we would clamor for we uh, we had something uh, very similar my mom made uh, something that. Uh, any decent Mexican person would slap me until I was unconscious uh, <laughs> over, which is um, burritos. Mm -hmm. But uh, oh, no. she would, uh, it was just a flour tortilla, mm -hmm. beans, and cheese. Okay. And then fried in, in oil, but kind of like soaked in oil. <laughs> and they were this thin <laughs> flat oh. and flat. Oh, wow. They were delicious. Like a flauta. Yeah, and it was just soaked in grease. The the tortilla was actually like there's nut the crispy is it was it's the opposite end of crispy, <laughs> but it wasn't falling apart because it was the oil would hold it together. <laughs> but it was it was no there was no recognizable anything Hispanic. Right. Yeah, there is not right. a trace of of anything Spice Hispanic or anything, on them. Just beans, right. cheese, beans, cheese, and these so and and they were amazing. And she would bring them out when you came home. Anybody, any of the kids came home on a platter, and because they were so thin, I mean, so uh, yeah, thin. She would like a stack of thirty, <laughs> like oh. that, but it would only be that high. <laughs> and you oh. guys would eat all of them. Oh yeah, you, yeah, you would eat it. Yeah, now, right? You'd oh, I would for yeah. sure. I, I don't want sure. they're, to try this. Basically, yeah. chimmy, ch either chimichangas or, or flat. Is that like a, like a, chim a chimichanga is a deep right? fried burrito? Yeah, but chimichangas have like some crisp to them, right? A little bit. In theory, yeah. yeah. I love that the oil was the only thing keeping it together. <laughs> <laughs> So they the were weakest? fried. They yeah. were fried, but but like gushy. Like yeah, like not fried to a crisp. Okay. And I'm sorry, just to I confirm, it's not really fried. Were they That's, rolled? Or yeah, like, rolled. Okay. And okay. it was a knife and fork situation. Mm -hmm. Knife and fork. Yeah. Okay. Oh wait, no, it's no, it was hands on. It's the hands on. It was hands on. 
I can't. Yeah, I think you're gonna have to make these because yeah, I can't. I, I can't, I can't yeah. quite picture. I think I do. It. I think I need to make those. Yeah. My, my mom. Uh, it's another Texas sort of uh, influence, but it was pecan rolls. This was at Christmas mm. time, and they were pretty irresistible. Um, and I think you guys might have talked about this in the episode that I wasn't in. But oh, she also made a fun a, episode. <laughs> well, that yeah. yeah, that was a weird clearing of your throat too. Like you were either going to cry or, <laughs> or you were. What's the other option? Resentful. Yeah, <laughs> more of that. The latter. Uh, yeah. No, but I. She made these chocolate chip cookies that everybody loved. All my friends loved her chocolate chip cookies, and uh, after she passed away, in um, she there were some recipes that were around and then uh, we realized it was the recipe that was on the back of Nestle chocolate chip. <laughs> <laughs> but I, and I made them, How'd but they, they, get it? they never <laughs> quite, she did something different uh-huh. to them. But I, the, if you look at the recipe card she had, it was basically identical. To <laughs> she, uh, um, she put prunes in them. Probably. Yeah. Put prunes and rum. Um, so m- neither of my parents is really that good at cooking. <laughs> your dad liked uh, smoked fish she would gather yeah, yeah that's fish what together. i was gonna say when I, what i look forward to going home is that there's like a drawer of the fridge that is essentially a jewish deli oh, that's amazing. <laughs> there's, like, oh, that's there's corned beef there's pastrami there's awesome. whatever, there's yeah. smoked salmon there's coleslaw there's white fish salad there's bagels there's bialis that's, you're gonna have to make that drawer for this yes podcast. yes yeah Make a drawer. Happy oh, yeah. That's, we'll, a, that's we'll take, great, we'll, actually. We'll take that drawer. whole drawer. Yeah. Yeah. I actually just got a pro tip about a good Jewish deli in LA. So. Really? Yeah. Hear it. Do tell. Labels table. Oh, that's oh, been there. You've been it's there? That's great. Okay, Where yeah. is it? Really Pico Robertson, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In the heart. <laughs> in, the, um, in the hood, as my friend's oh. family calls it. <laughs> Can you make, could the four of us or anybody open up a perfect steakhouse tomorrow? Not the four of us, for sure. The four of us, we're idiots. (laughs) Um, So, but- but, The three of us. You know what I mean? Like, like, like a a steakhouse does have that like- What would you, yeah, what would you put in our favorite? Yeah, what would, what would, what would be- Yeah, like if we were were creating- Let me say say one thing about this first is I wouldn't want to do something that felt- Forced old school like right. white jackets, yeah. right? I have a, a primary element that I'm going to start with that um, is not pretending to be old world, but I think that maybe maybe would take it out of the douchey mm-hmm. element, which is just sort of old wood. Yeah. Okay. So that this this place, I, I'm picturing it not being huge either. Yeah. So it's not like trying to. It's not a, a it's fortune. not a big cavern of You know a what place. I mean? Yeah. It's 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 a relatively small restaurant and it has imperfect wood in it. Mm-hmm. Um I'm curious about the idea and, and this is probably but the, this is crazy, but we're inventing perfect steakhouse, so we're I'm swinging for the fences. I would love the idea of a place that is uh, a, a chef or chefs that are actually trying uh, 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 international techniques. So this isn't necessarily just like, oh, this is the way 
fill in the blank, like American Steakhouse has done it since the since beef steaks or whatever. Like this is a, a person who is uh, 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 trying a, uh, and I don't know enough to talk about, but like a, a Spanish technique or a uh, a Mexican technique and like Japanese a Japanese technique, yeah. Uh, um, and and not necessarily in a yeah. fusiony kind of way, like. Uh, but like, but that kind of takes it out of the American, yeah. sort of the, the sort of the, what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, like, yeah, and 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 it, so, something that maybe feels like an American steakhouse or like a traditional thing. But like, you're gonna, you're going, you're like, if you look at the menu, you might find uh, uh, surprise after surprise because the the the, the technique in the kitchen is uh, uh, um, on an international basis. I don't know. Yeah. I like that. Um, <clears throat> I think. My this has to do with maybe perhaps not necessarily just the steakhouses that I would like to see, but just restaurants where the um, acoustics in the room um, oh, yeah. uh, aid in the enjoyment of the place. Meaning, <clears throat> like the place we were talking about before, because it wasn't a low ceilinged place uh, it was open it felt uh comfortable and that when i mentioned taylor's that's a low ceiling place but i like the intimacy the quietness of taylor's um so it would be some sort of combination of like uh rooms without c- uh, ceilings uh if that makes sense. it'd be a big room but mm-hmm. there'd be like uh baffles here and there so it felt like there were rooms in the place mm-hmm. and but if you were in that room by yourself, you wouldn't feel like you were in the restaurant by yourself, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So, so, mm-hmm. so the the space is sort of in uh, zones. Yeah, in a way. And in yeah. um, whatever creative way you can do that. It's, it sounds like I'm like making this whole restaurant of cubicles, but I don't mean that. It's just more yeah. interesting with how they separate right. the sections um, without it being... Um, either restrictive or way too open and loud for uh, like a high-end restaurant that gets kind of bothersome to me. Yeah. <clears throat> Just Sinatra. Sure. No. I had two two things to say because I agree with everything you guys are saying. And I love to hear Joel, since he's such a uh, sonically related person, speak on sonic matters. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, w- one is sort of like, Piggybacking on on Holly's thing, one of the big complaints about steakhouses is they serve asparagus no matter what, and I think that should stop. <laughs> what they should serve? Like what does this steakhouses Ste- in general? You don't they serve want you asparagus no matter whether it's what? in season or not. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, yeah. Oh, 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 I okay. see. Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. right, right. So, I mean, I think you can always have something like cream spinach on the menu. That that it's but nice to see. seasonally. You want. Other, but other you know what? That. That's that would be part of a, it's a time newer, to move beyond that. Yeah, it's it would a be Dan kind of, Barber approach. It, to, yeah, uh, I think any kind of like a new steakhouse, you would want the seasonal. You want yeah, instead of just always sliced tomatoes with onions and the cream spinach and the which wedge. is which is why you do that. Which is why like you do these heavily sauced or heavily dressed right. salads and heavily cream spinach is because you can essentially just schlock over up over, yeah. you can have uh, shitty asparagus with hollandaise on it and yeah. it's like right with the union so yeah it would be yeah i think that's great like okay in the summer we do we do sweet corn mm-hmm. you can get great sweet corn mm-hmm. and when asparagus is the season you have asparagus but in the winter 
you you rely on maybe like pickled stuff or uh, yeah and uh, i don't mean yeah I, I wouldn't even be that hardcore about it if let's be fucking hardcore if, johnny if don't don't people don't love cream spinach and, out. and there's no reason why you couldn't serve that all the time mm-hmm. oh I but i think so many reasons. like you know ex- ex- you know let's move beyond that idea that we always have to have okay here's this. the thing as as a person who didn't grow up like with a sort of like well this is what a steakhouse does i kind of don't give a fuck about all those sides like the cream spinach, yeah, but that's the you. wedge salad. That's you, man. I, I'm just I like I don't. I honestly don't see what all the fuss is about. And like mm. I, I would, oh, I, I would gotta, actually I disagree with you. There. Yeah, no, I I, I'm, I'm making a yeah. hot take. I'm making a hot take. Uh, I would actually much rather have like a nice, light, uh, uh, crisp, you know, maybe like a balsamic vinaigrette kind of like uh, salad with my with my steak because oh, I sort of go yeah. against. The the darkness oh, of the Mel. meat. You're gonna have a bright acid kind of thing, right? Can right? I? Well, there is uh, balsamic on a wedge, so okay. Um, okay. There is that, that exists. Yeah, okay. so but I feel that like makes well, it a very like, light salad. Yeah. Wedge wedge or wedge is like all like Caesar-y and like creamy. I, the, it's, got this, a, it's got blue cheese, but they, nah, it can be okay. made in, in in many different ways. Bottom There's line, some people with balsamic and a little bit of like blue, and, blue and cheese And usually crumble. that's not okay. your only salad option. Yeah, it's right. normally mm-hmm. you have other yeah. salad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can get a cheese salad. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, can, you can get a beef salad. Yeah, you can get a potato salad. You can get okay. a frankfurter salad. Oh, um, mm. uh, uh, two things. If you're out there and you're listening and this restaurant exists that we're talking about, Please let, us, let know. us know because I would like to go to this restaurant. Uh, the other thing is, I feel like we stumbled on to another game for lots of uh, different types of food. Build the perfect restaurant for this food. Yeah. Um, so and we're, emi- might... we're eminently qualified to do, to do this. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's right. I had one other thing that was yeah. real brief and LA specific. I don't want our steakhouse to be uh, where. This is such an LA thing, but where guys in V-neck t-shirts and flip-flops go to. Yeah, yeah no, that's unacceptable. A little both more of the, formal. Both of those things are unacceptable. Need a dress code, but I mean something that would maybe say Maybe a little dress code though. Maybe, yeah, I don't maybe. know. No. Yeah. Look, I don't want to I think wanna... you just said a dress code. Yeah. Yeah. I think you just well, articulated. I guess so. Just you could not just say those no things. V-neck t- t- t-shirts <laughs> yeah. and flip-flops. Like There's too very... much of that in this town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean I don't think people should be wearing dinner jackets. I'm not saying that. No. Just just I don't want to see your clavicle or your toes. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think that's fair. Mel. Yes. F M K. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. Mm-hmm. Just that. Oh. Oh. Gen Gen. One. Wait. Mm, I have, I have, I have, the best version I, I have some of cla- each. No, no, I have some clarifications. Okay. Uh, because one of these, is it a version where I don't get to eat this thing? I'm giving up a meal? You're giving up the, like, uh, category of food. So, like, breakfast oh. foods. Oh, okay. Got it. Lunch foods, dinner um, foods. Oh, fuck. This is, this is actually legitimately hard. I thought I had it. Okay, no, I got it. Um, I'm gonna... I'm gonna... You can't Ooh, have there. Are, there are never gonna ever be eggs in a dinner burrito. Well, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And honestly, that that, that is why I, I think I'm gonna kind of loophole and, and also of, the best versions. Yes, of these. Yeah. Oh right, okay. right. One hundred percent. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna marry breakfast because I 
I gotta have I, I gotta have hang on to breakfast. Most foods. important meal of the day. I'm gonna fork lunch, huh. and I'm gonna I'm gonna say goodbye to dinner because I'm gonna cheat in anything I would have in dinner. I could just fit into lunch. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell Julia. Okay, guys. This is the most cowardly thing you've ever what? done. Yeah. I, I've never had less respect what? for you. God. Oh, I'm trying to have my my lunch and eat it too. Um, I, well, it's, okay, it's an impossible question. It is. It, it's a very yeah. difficult question because lunch foods no honestly okay i'm gonna go back if i'm if i'm gonna be very very honest and and stringent about this i think it's merry merry breakfast fork lunch wait no 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 sorry. lunch and dinner I, I aren't the same i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna think get about I'm, all the I'm gonna restaurants of, you like that aren't even open for yeah, lunch yeah. no i'm gonna get I, I, I forgot what mel the, is sweating <laughs> through his shirt <laughs> uh, this is really tough uh, no, I'm gonna get rid of lunch. So that means I'm killing. I'm killing lunch. I'm killing lunch. I'm forking dinner. I'm marrying breakfast. And that's people, my final answer. Uh, yeah, for, that's right. For people right? who don't know Mel Cowan, he can eat uh, <laughs> at any time of the day, mm-hmm. and can eat and wants a, to, and, and wants mm-hmm. to, and has plenty of room somewhere in his. He's an ectomorph. <laughs> yeah. What does that uh, mean? Is, that's, is that like ecto cooler? No, you're you're uh, someone who just has a high metabolism and can eat and eat. And oh, eat. is that what that means? Yeah. Oh, cool. So this was the, probably the hardest question we could pose to Mel to, <laughs> to make you even psychologically imagine abandoning. Him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I legit, I legit, because also, also like getting rid of the the categories is much easier. I I thought I was literally having to give up a meal, and I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> Okay, so if I if like I can load up on I can load yeah, up at like breakfast. Going to a buffet. Yeah. Okay. I can really cal- like high carb load at, bre- at breakfast, and then I might be able to push through. I wonder if she's going to let me have like a Cliff Bar about midday. I don't, yeah. Uh, um, Lunch is the one to kill, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah everybody. Yeah. Everybody. It, yeah. it is. It, it's inherently the one that you've got the least exciting things right. for. Mm-hmm. And you know? I don't even eat breakfast, but I'd still huh? I'd still kill lunch. You don't deal. You don't eat breakfast foods. Well, you just don't eat breakfast. He wakes up at noon. That's I, don't, <laughs> I don't eat breakfast at all. Really? Mm-mm. What's that like? What time? What time is the first food that goes into your into your uh, rock and bod? <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, <laughs> you need to take a quick pause. <laughs> it's a rock and bod. Noon. Noon. No. Can't do that. I would be so fucking angry by like eleven o'clock. You never have anything before noon. No. And that's been forever for years. No, last You've had oats and proats with us. Yeah, oh yeah, but last, that and that's last year or so. Yeah, but that's I, even then I was I was doing that with you guys. So. You would do so, the old yeah. fake eat where you'd put it right mm-hmm. past your yeah. 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 every the time. Old yeah. fake the old fake eat. Old fake eat. I might I might kill breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like breakfast foods, or just not as much as I like all the lunch and dinner mm. foods as a whole. As a whole. Would, I like all the breakfast foods. Yeah, yeah I, and I like the breakfast foods, and I realize uh, what I do for breakfast almost probably 95% of the time is the most boring version of, of breakfast, which is like oatmeal and yogurt. Right. Uh, um, but like, it, it's, it, it sets the rest of the day. Here's what I would lobby to change your mind, Julia. Okay. That other than sandwiches, uh-huh. really. Yeah. Everything at lunch you can get at dinner. Yep. Sandwiches is a huge category. It's pretty big. And an important one. It's a pretty big one. Yeah. And I'm also thinking of like I would maybe put 
Not, I'm listen. This is not a hill I'm going to die on, but I could, would maybe put salads in with lunch and not with dinner. Yeah, I think that's fair. So all salads. So you don't put sandwiches fair. in with lunch. You don't think that? I do. I oh, think yeah. So, yeah. They, they are more like, a lunch food. So, but but you're saying you're going to kill lunch. I'm right? gonna. I'm no, gonna she's kill, keeping lunch. She's keeping and, lunch. And, and, the re- and the reason right. being that things like sandwiches and salads are a big part. And I, I, I hear you. I am. I, I just was struck by such a hot take. So it's half baked, but bear with me. But we're here, we're here to help for dinner and get like a Reuben, right? Is that weird? Like a Monte Cristo? No, not well. I mean, I could if I like those. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you have a hot take? Yeah, but but this is this is important. I know, I know, but But for the purposes of the question, we have to. Yeah, like it's more of a lunch. I get it. Breakfast is really the one that there are obviously places you can go and have breakfast for dinner. But breakfast is the one that really you're just not going to find on a dinner menu necessarily. Uh, at at a lot of restaurants, (laughs) at a lot of restaurants. Yeah, the lunch and dinner can kind of intermingle. You can find. Brunch stuff on a breakfast menu, lunch stuff on a breakfast menu sometimes. Yeah. But so here, actually, this is to my point. Yeah. I think breakfast just has like great PR and kind of like a cult of breakfast. And it's actually not that good because think about it. Oh, this take is getting hotter. It's actually getting warmer. If you were at a restaurant and there was no, we didn't know about breakfast food and it wasn't like, ooh, it would be so fun to have breakfast food for dinner that the categories don't exist. If that food was just a menu item next to all the other good lunch and dinner items, I don't know. Mel, don't leave. Stay. <laughs> I no, put your phone away. I see that you got lift up I and you're waiting for a car. Just ready to go. I am out the door. Uh, no, I actually like uh, I I love breakfast for dinner so much. I have I have very fond memories that, that that would be like a sort of a special version. And I know it was absolutely just because my mom was yeah you know we do under, it, under under the gun we and do like it once a month yeah because we, you don't have groceries right yeah. uh, it's, i'm sure it was easy to pull off but we thought it was so special because you just got to have like toast or something and it felt like it felt like fun like you were getting away with something so i i my it, in a weird way i feel like i have the most like associations with breakfast mm-hmm. my dad would make breakfast when i was a kid and it, again it was it was just pouring cereal into a bowl but like that that was like but- Yes. That, that was a, a fun. To, I, yeah. I, to my point, that's the cult of breakfast. Maybe, yeah. It's not yeah. about the food itself. We just Fair. happen like, we to just have love it. Uh, a PR representative from breakfast here with us. Hi, Gerald. Hello. <laughs> I have not been listening. <laughs> what can I do for you? Well, you're you're too busy. Uh, you represent you're, you're, breakfast. You're working for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, you haven't been privy to this argument, <laughs> but uh, we've actually been saying that maybe uh, this is actually really flattering to you that your job is been done so well that people have an overinflated uh, image of breakfast. That's exactly right. Oh, you call it overinflated. I call it perfect perception. See, this is how, why, how breakfast got to be. Double P. How, how did you go about um, boosting the image of, of breakfast over lunch and dinner? We did a four-tier campaign. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, lots of mail. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> lots, wait, sorry. Can I just dig, dig deeper on this? Lots of mail. Uh, I'm assuming it's about breakfast. <laughs> yes. Okay, right. Uh, lots of advertising through uh, mail. Uh, we have just got into Facebook recently. Okay. Um, there has been subtle... Um, we have created these community groups in each town where a representative from 
our organization uh, comes disguised as a mom. <laughs> so you guys are working in key breakfast markets. Key breakfast markets. Um, we we elect a whole governing system in that community group that is pro breakfast. Pro breakfast. Mm -hmm. uh, but here's what we do: we don't talk about breakfast. Oh, right. Mm, we right. serve it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Interesting. We show, serve show, it. Don't tell. Yeah. Yes. That's great. And then we talk about. Uh, the good things in life. We call it a good things community. Mm -hmm. And we all share <laughs> stories about uh, what's good about your life. Can just I ask you a question? Do you occasionally, in a, um, a very subtle way, just sort of shit on dinner and lunch a little bit? Like, just kind of badmouth it? Just... Just well, like, I mean, look at his T-shirt. Lunches for bozos. <laughs> and on, and on the back of it, dinner. Din dinner is being hung. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> And what was that fourth? What, what was that fourth tier? Uh, the fourth tier is a a band called <laughs> Menudo, and they've been in existence for a long time. Famous Mexican breakfast, Menudo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, they have been doing uh, the, the the good work for teens and tweens across the world. Right. Now you you're also kind of a legend in the the food-based PR field because you you invented the continental breakfast am I am I am I right I did um how like can you talk about like how you worked with hotels around the world to really make this uh like a a phenomenon four-tiered campaign four-tiered campaign <laughs> well thanks for coming Gerald thank you yeah. Gerald. and thank you so much for the Belgian waffle irons hello puppies if you have a particular mouth feeling that is a food or drink item that elicits feelings and memories from your life and you'd like for us to have it on an episode where we eat or drink and talk about it, please send an email to mouthfeelings at weddingpunch.com. Now, well, let's get back to it, shall we? And we're back. I uh, hope you guys are enjoying your lives in the last 30 <laughs> seconds away from us. Um, uh, we've got a game where, again, we're, we're kind of doing a whole Texas-themed thing. So I came up with a very dumb game. Uh, that basically was just me Googling trivia uh, about Texas. Um, but I did come up with a fun name for it, and it's called Full of Beans. <laughs> Stupid trivia and facts about an absurdly big place. Hmm. That's the name of the game. <laughs> All right. So right. some of these are going to be facts that we're just going to have fun with, and some of these are going to be uh, uh, questions that I will put to the group. So, Julia. Yeah. I'd like you to fill in okay. this blank. Okay, I'm so excited. In Galveston, Texas. Galveston? Is, in Galveston, Texas. It is illegal to have a blank run loose on the beach. In Galveston, Texas, it is illegal to have a blank run loose on the beach. Horse. Ah, great guess. Great guess. Uh, does anybody else have, uh, uh, have, a, have a guess mm. they want to try? <clears throat> I'm going to say pig. Also a good guess. These are both great ideas. Spouse. Um, a spouse. Uh, um, it's actually a camel. I oh. don't know the story behind that, but I bet it's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, just uh, uh, this is Google stops here. Yeah. These are just facts. Okay. Uh, um, so um, it, we'll just throw this one out. In 1942, the BBC banned this specific song in factories. What song? 19... In 1942. BBC banned a specific song that could not be played in factories. You could, they could play it elsewhere. It just couldn't be played in factories. Uh, oh, uh, uh, factories suck. 
Uh, yeah, the, cl- the classic 1942 42. Benny Goodman number. Yeah, don't uh, work in a factory. I've got a guess, but... Um, I love the Luftwaffe. Okay, yeah. What? <laughs> I love the Luftwaffe. I uh, like to boogie. Oh, yeah. Should we change that? No, I think we're good. <laughs> Guys, we just got banned from the factory. Oh, okay. Let's That's where it. people like to dance. Let's change it. Uh, do you have it, I guess? No. Um, okay. Yellow Rose of Texas? It's a, it's a, it's a good one, but... Uh, <laughs> this, Give us a, another clue. Uh, um, uh, it involves... Uh, like it, was, it was because this was a hazard around heavy machinery. And apparently, it, like, this is definitely a thing that happened, mm. is that this song inspired a certain level of uh, 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 throwing caution to the wind mm. around heavy machinery. And it oh, was, the Cotton Eye Joe? Uh, also a great guess from oh, from a Texan, but it was deep in the heart of Texas. The stars at and night, night at the big and bright. Deep in the heart, it would just like shut Pee-wee down. Herman. Yeah, it would just shut down the factory, and everybody just like started clapping because and, we're clapping. And apparently, maybe somebody uh, I, in my in my head, someone got like sucked into a, a like a giant thresher or something because they were just having <laughs> right. so much fun. Like, clapping. What is the name of that song? Deep in the heart okay. of Texas. I was gonna. I didn't know the name of it, but I was wondering if the that clapping. Was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, in Norwegian slang, what does Texas translate to? Ooh. Oh, um, probably like big. Good guess. <laughs> Good uh, guess. Uh, I'm going to say uh, something to do with genitalia. Okay. Okay. I was going to say that too. You're going to say that's about dicks? Does it, what about like, like stereotypically American? Also, uh, I mean, these are all good guesses. It means uh, beach camel. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Galveston Beach Camel. Uh, uh, no, it's. Can it's, you give us a clue? Uh, um, who's who's warmest? Um, the genital boys. <laughs> the genital boys. Oh, the big. That big is camel. going to stick. You do know that, right? And in Italy, Italy we're genitalia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's honestly, it's 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 strangely enough. Ty is kind of the closest. God damn it! In in a metaphorical sense, because it means it, it it's insane, completely bonkers. It's like it, it's like Dervar der Hilt Texas is like a way to say like something that's fucking insane, dude. Mm. You just fucking went camel on a beach, yeah. dude. <laughs> oh, man. dude. Man, that's so fucking beach camel, bro. <laughs> Brad Van Owen. Why, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, you fucking went camel on a beach last yeah, night, bro. Yeah, dude. I just started my own state, dude. I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Fucking sweet. All right, dude. Yeah, man. Let's go party. Yeah, it's called beach camel. Sweet. Hey, Brad. Hey, Brad. Hold on. Your dad's here. Oh shit. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, Bradley. Uh, hey, Dad. What's up, man? What's happening over here? Well, I just... American Express called. Oh. They said that you purchased a state on my black card. I, I did. Um, it's called Beach Camel. Yeah. And all, you, all of a sudden, I'm becoming just regular surfer. <laughs> yeah, Dad. Yeah, Dad. Um, so, just a couple of fun facts. The official seashell of Texas is the Lightning Welk. Which I just like. Ooh, I like the w- w- the way that sounds. Um, and in Dallas, it is illegal to possess realistic dildos. So oh, just, they have to be clearly not. Yeah. So just FYI, that's like, insane. It's insane. That's what Texas means. That's yes. So, <laughs> so Texas. So Texas. So camels on a beach, dude. <laughs> um, what was the first word spoken on the moon? Texas. <laughs> was it? 
<laughs> it was Houston. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, Houston, yeah. you got it. Yeah. Uh, uh, fun fact, the Dallas-Fort Worth airport is larger than New York City's Manhattan Island. What? Which is what? fucking horrifying, right? What? Whoa. The airport that is, is bigger than Manhattan. That's so Texas. Yeah, yeah it's Texas as hell, man. True or false? Texas has more obese adults than Minnesota has people. Ooh, I would say true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say true. Okay. That sounds true. False. What if it was It's Wisconsin. Oh, <laughs> trick question. Trick question, baby. Yeah, this um, whole game was just a setup for you to shit on Wisconsin. Yeah. You just have a thing out for Wisconsin. So and, it's, and it's just the population is not as big as the fat people in Texas. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and this is just, and then we'll wrap it up with uh, a fun historical fact. Uh, noted uh, gunfighter and desperado Jesse James refused to rob a bank in McKinney, Texas because he liked the chili there. Oh, how about that? That fits. Perfect. Yeah. So just uh, get good at making chili and nothing bad will ever happen to you. I've got a little uh, hop question. Can you guys uh, name the six, Mel, you know this, the, the, the rest of us, the six flags of Texas. That Those refer to the countries that have flown their flags above Texas. Uh, that would be the United States. Correct. Mexico. Correct. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Um, That's Spain? Spain, yes. Just like parts of Texas? No. It was, well, yeah, I guess so. But Norway? Uh, nope. <laughs> the, the, it, w- it would be more or less over, it would include the time that was the quote-unquote Republic of Texas, which was a massive territory that like... Right. So the Republic like, of, of Texas? Yes. Yes. There's one more? Two more. There's two more. Two more. Hmm. Hmm. Mexico. Already said it. Oh. <laughs> Is it France? Uh, yes. Yeah. One depressing flag. Very sad. Oh, not a good time. I don't know. What's a depressing flag? The general lee. All right. Yeah, it is a bummer that I guess technically they do they fly that at Six Flags in the. I don't know what they do with regard to that. That would be. I'm sure they used to. Oh, I'm sure yeah, they yeah. did too. Put a spotlight on it. <laughs> right. Let's go up to Six Flags I've, Magic Mountain tomorrow. I've been Googling this. As we were talking about Texas, I started remembering this cartoon I used to watch mm. about Texas. Great. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just a Texas cartoon. And card? then I Googled classic cartoon Texas, and there is a seven minute cartoon called The Lone Star State. Oh. That mm. I remember vividly from my childhood. And, uh, if any listeners have watched it, connect with me. Yeah. <laughs> Reach out. We'll, we'll, we'll all watch this afterwards. Uh, I, I did. You Texans will love this. Yeah. I, 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 I rem- did anybody watch Brave Star? It might have just been like in, a, in mm-hmm. my specific age sweet spot. I've only met one other person uh, that, that watched this. But it was, a, it was like a Western on Mars. And uh, he was like a, Ooh, like a big fun. cowboy. Uh, dude with a robot horse who had like uh, sort of Native American totem animals uh, spirit powers. Uh, do yourself a favor and watch the opening credits of that because it is it's, oh, it's spectacular. Hmm. It's a great song. Catchy as all hell. I'll all sing right. it to you later. <laughs> Yo. Yes, sir. Are you in the 
command center. Yes, what can I help you with, please? Um, I was wondering what the second part of the question from last week might All be. Right. <laughs> All don't right. Even, don't even wait for you to finish. All right. <laughs> um, I know where you're going with I know where you're going with this. This is the part two. This is part two of what food item can you not stop eating if it's put in front of you? And aside from it's good, why? Do tell. Um, Actually, Julia Seely. Panda soft licorice. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, uh, is, friend, friend is, is that podcast, black? Joel Gilman also has that. Is that black affliction. licorice? Mm-hmm. Black, right? Oh. No, it's actually, it has, there are other versions. There's black, there's red. Um, they're, they're, they're really good. Mm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> is it like Swedish fish level soft? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is it soft like a panda? Like if I was going to bite into a panda? I didn't know what Swedish fish were. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, I was thinking about that earlier. What embarrassing, how embarrassing that was. Like, oh. Fish from Sweden? <laughs> you just keep, and they get stuck in your teeth? That's fucking gross. What a weird Joel, thing. Uh, it's fucking gross. Ding, do you feel like a ding dong? Because also, you th- Staples. You know, if you think <laughs> the Swedish fish I, 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 actually I, I, Swedish fish, I, 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 your Swedish fish. fish I think I, I am embarrassed about. Staples was not born a national chain. It started in Massachusetts. None of us were not not all of us were born in New England. Did, did you look up Staples? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It was like CompuServe. That's and not what you're supposed to be doing in the command center. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, that's not where we spend yeah, all that money on the command center. Don't abuse your, your privileges. <laughs> this, this dovetails nicely into our uh, my favorite segment. What was your office supply store growing up, guys? <laughs> mm-hmm. so let's, Mel, what was your office supply? Uh, um, uh, bi- binder, uh, binders aplenty. Was that? That's not true. Uh, no, no. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I lived in a town big enough to have like a Austin? dedicated... Uh, oh, probably you were at UT, so you yeah, had to go to the I, store. I, I, yeah, I think yeah, you would just go to like the, the 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 campus store or like a Kinkos. Yeah, Kinkos. Yeah, what about you? Jimmy? Office Max. Yes, there it is. Uh, Bymart. Okay, which is a uh, it was a it predated Costco and um, Sam's Club and things like that um, in Oregon, and you could you bought you paid a small amount to sort of get discounts and stuff at a founded by bisexuals. Yeah, it was it was founded by and a guy named Marty. Yep. Yeah. Some yeah. bisexuals and a guy named Marty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Marty. He oh, yeah. was straight. He was, he was yeah. straight. <laughs> straight as yeah. Yeah. And straight. very bigoted. <laughs> and this Julia? Staples. Um but <laughs> <laughs> My world viewpoint made. <laughs> but this is would be a good um answer the question thing like what's your oh, yeah. regional brand that like you oh, didn't realize one. was not like yeah. public oh, yeah. totally. Wegmans. oh yeah yeah totally. oh I, I feel like we could go yeah. uh, deep on just on like regional sodas yeah like, yeah. like people have you know like cheer wine all that stuff but yeah like re- regional yeah. Oh, that's that's great uh, cheer wine is janie's like that's a future it's a carolina thing right yeah she's from yeah so uh so cal like that's a thing um so car so car all right moving on ellen clifford bread i have no moderation with bread any type Mm -hmm. i can't Mm do that i can't do that anymore i can't eat bread like nonstop. no yeah we talked about challah last time and and the what Mm do you say monkey bread like that that Mm -hmm. uh yeah we're like a hot baguette is hard to stop. Oh yeah, eating. a good yeah, solid yeah. good yeah. baguette. But if you go to if you go to France or if you go to Italy, I think it doesn't count. I'm not a scientist, yeah. but I think actually, I will stake my reputation on this. You can just keep eating bread and it's fine. Oh, I I I, I hear you. Yep, just keep mm-hmm. just keep eating it. Yeah, prove I me did. wrong. What does fine mean? 
Fine for you. Fine. Uh, fine. <laughs> fine. You're fine. Fine. You're fine. fine. It's fine. fine. Well, I think that's like, I no, think no, one fine. thing that people don't recognize when they, like, they go to Europe and I eat all this food is that you're walking so much. You're, you're, yeah. you're, you're, yeah. you're on vacation. Mm-hmm. So yeah. here. The, pro- the processed you, thing does make a difference. I for think, sure. I think they do. No process. one should eat processed yeah. food. Um, Unless it's like a. Say a Cliff Bar, and Cliff wants to give his money to whatever. Right, then you guys uh, have you lost Cliff Bar a long time ago. (laughs) Cliff, I love you. (laughs) Jessica Duval, Fritos. Uh, I'm I'm 100%. This is actually when this question came up. The thing that that was your popped into my mind was Fritos. And see, I would I would actually counterpoint that Fritos delicious, unequivocally Mm -hmm, delicious. mm specifically the that particular chip has you get you get the frito dust you get the frito crumbs no i don't want some I, don't, point, I do not want to scold you okay i don't want to chat sounds like a scolding is however i don't want to do this i don't want to do this because i love you welcome to our new segment however turn your grill light on <laughs> i don't I, I think very highly of you i don't <laughs> want to do this however <laughs> you are not chewing enough you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yep. This is a good lesson for me. The Fritos are just the ultimate in They're simple junk very food. Good. Jessica three, continues. Three, three, three elements. Sorry. Yeah. I'm yeah. just really, <laughs> really taking this over. Yeah. Please. It's just corn, salt, and oil. It's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. So she continues. And a bunch of other chemicals. I think. <laughs> and then a bunch of. <laughs> wait, 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 talk about that. And then a bunch of chemicals. Yeah. I think I'll just have a few. Fast forward to me tearing the bag apart like a complete man at. Mayonnaise. Fast forward to me tearing the bag apart like a complete maniac. For some reason, they remind me of childhood. I think for a very good reason, uh, they remind you of childhood. Yeah, that was I, I would, I would childhood I, chip. I don't want to get ahead of anybody. I'm sure somebody has mentioned this, but my version of, of Fritos for you would be Pringles. Mm. I mean, the oh. the once you pop, you can't stop. Like it is, it, it's just a fact. It's so it is a fact. They're so good because for me, it's it's the it's the thinness of it because yep. a Frito has a substantial to it there's yeah. a substance and you feel like all right i've i've eaten a certain number and pringles are so thin yep. that until the can is done it's like well there's no way to know how many i've eaten can i ask you kind of a personal question this please is going to get very very intimate please do do you take the pringle and flip it over and and lick the uh more mm. the where more of the chemicals are located on the top right. first and then put it on your tongue the way it's supposed to fit how do you oh, how do you eat out of okay. Pringle? Okay, yeah. All right. So when you're going down on a that's Pringle, why, that's why it's so intimate because it involves right. your tongue. Right. So yeah, when you're and when you're really, clearly, I've confessed how I how I so go down on a Pringle. Yeah. So you lick the top, like 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 if if you if the Pringle is a saddle, yes. like a saddle with like a tiny person yeah. to sit on, you're gonna lick the top tiny of the person, saddle. My I do. Future husband. A tiny person, future husband, lives in your purse. Uh, is always riding a horse with a with Pringle, Pringle saddle. He's like a little. He's like one of the littles. This is what we use. So you, so you're, you're going to lick the top of that saddle, mm-hmm. and then take it off the horse and and ride it to to, fla- to Flavor Town. That's what I did. Um, honestly, you, you read me like a cheap novel. Okay, yes. I have not done that, and I feel the poorer for it. I feel mm. like you've cracked open. Because, I think you're going to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because I feel like I've just been leaving salt and chemicals. On the table. Yeah, willy-nilly. Yeah, just, just throwing them out the window. In your stomach instead <laughs> yeah. of up what? here. Where I can actually do something with them. Yeah. Yeah. I'd take that horse to some scientists. 
Uh, Aaron Cole, my cousin Aaron, chips and salsa. No reason, really. I just like to eat. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> no argument. Yeah, I do. I do. I, in a, mm-hmm. At a Mexican restaurant, those, it's like a muscle memory. I it's, start grabbing, eating, grabbing, eating. It's the movement of water. It just, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's inexorable. It's a flow. Sarah and Massey, pasta. Strange. Hmm. I, I, can, I never I, seem to get full when eating pasta. It tastes mm. delicious. It has an excellent mouthfeel, and I love savory food. Also, it is an excellent vessel for sauces and, and veggies and mm-hmm. cheese. Yum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, shit. If I'm making pasta at home, I will always make double what a person should make. Just it, like yeah. Kate, Katie will see the amount of pasta that I've made, and it's it just why, that's why, did, why did why did yeah my, <laughs> that's for a my family. roommate very infuriating. He'll make pasta. For dinner, and then I'll come home, and there'll be like a bunch of pasta like left in the strainer on the Ooh. counter that he hasn't eaten, but also hasn't put away. And I'm like, I would have eaten that so happily. And it's all dry now. It's all yeah. dry now. <laughs> yeah. You ding dong. You ding dong. Um. Let's see here. Uh. Well, what I, I, I was going to say that mine is tater tots. Mm. If mm. I will finish whatever all the tots. portion yeah. of tater tots all you put t- in front yeah. of mm. on all the tots. Um, Did anyone say salt and vinegar flavor? Oh, wow. Yeah. Great call. Yeah. Great call. Well, when we were talking about Pringles, it made me think of it. Yeah. See, I Great would say call. salt and vinegar are one of those things like I love, but like they're almost always like, like, kind of very crumbly hard chips and like the vinegar can almost like coat your mouth yeah. to the point that it's like i i don't i don't taste anything anymore and i'm just going to keep eating them you're right i'm I, like i, I don't want to keep eating them but my mouth wants it uh-huh. yeah my mouth my body doesn't want it. my mouth yeah, wants i think it. i'm pretty sure we talked about this on the last episode but pistachios does anybody mm-hmm. else have that issue yeah mm-hmm. we did talk about that yeah, last time yeah. yeah okay um a couple, lots of people are saying popcorn, a deep uh, mac mm-hmm. and cheese and popcorn separately or together. Mm. That was a stunner. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah. Intrigued. Mm. Leslie Wolf, Hershey's Kisses. It's like a million little Christmas presents for your mouth. I think the opening of each one is a opening, uh, opening of, the, of each one is part of the sick pleasure. Monkey. Mm-hmm. Monkey. There's, there's, yeah, there's a built-in slowdown mechanism, though, with that. So I bet yeah. you can't actually eat more than you really should whereas i would say like a bat like a big bag of m&ms mm-hmm. could kill you <laughs> could kill you this is a very general uh thought but all white people yeah all white people <laughs> have this accent <laughs> um just chips and like onion dip yeah or mm-hmm. you know what i mean like that kind of cream any kind of cream based dip and a fat salt composite Mm-hmm. of a chip hey um do you guys have like uh on the menu like do you have a special like on a, on a fat salt composite <laughs> yeah we have uh bags of fat salt composites. oh great good great yeah doc honey bear is her facebook name but i know her as windy uh kettle corn because the mm. the side of me that was socialized to believe girls aren't allowed to eat because they'll get fat rationalizes non-stop face hole filling because it's popcorn not chips popcorn is a diet snack Oh wow! But Popcorn kettle corn is a diet snack. has a lot of sugar. It does. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. It's but it nice. looks so. It looks but like plain popcorn. popcorn is. It's right. It's not terrible well, for if you. Cover it in butter. Yeah, That's like you should. Yeah, yeah. As like you should. you're supposed to. 
Zach Pike tuna sashimi. Jesus, where do you grow up? <laughs> you know, on where the, on do the, you on, grow up? Yeah, where, where do you grow, grow up? Where you grow up? That was like the if 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 the New York version of that is where do you get off? <laughs> that was sort of the Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, where do you grow up? Well, where do you grow but up? But I also am very curious about you. <laughs> uh, Nicole Mackey, Jack in the Box tacos, kaboom! I get sad when I order too few. Nicole. Um, I support this. Have you ever had had a Jack in the Box taco? I have not. Okay, I'll check it out. Try it. 99 cents for two. (laughs) How many should I get? 80. Uh, More more than $40. (laughs) Yeah. I'll ask Nicole. Uh, Leonora Gershman-Pitts. Oh, uh, well, she said two. Anything doused in the carrot ginger Miso dressing I make. Oh, okay, a little shout out to her own yeah, dressing. Humble brag to her own. <laughs> oh, and that Lipton onion dip with Ruffles chips. I can't have it in the house. There we go. I mean, that's right mm-hmm. there. That's right there. I, I leave it in the yard. <laughs> the, <laughs> but I, I, I may have mentioned this before in an early episode, but hot little tip on a dip. You take uh, the in a your regular sort of cup of ramen noodle pack. You take the seasoning. You just mm-hmm. open that and put it into a cup of sour cream, and that is a perfect that's a good dip. dip right that's, there. A, that's a good dip. And you tip. throw the noodles away? Throw the noodles away, or you can, um, you can just send them directly to Julia Meltzer, who just will take any sort of dried pasta. At 159 Elm Street. To tell anyone about that, Joel. Oh, yeah. Well, how my dried pasta collection? Why? Why again? Because I'm still building it, and I'm self conscious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's enough. When, it, when it's ready, I'll show you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Mouth Feelings. The show is produced by Wedding Punch and Ryan Middledorf. Artwork is by David Blaze. Music is by Joel Spence, mixed by Jason Murgo, and that's Allison Phillips singing right behind me. Find us on Facebook at Mouth Feelings or find us on Twitter and Instagram at Mouth underscore Feelings. And you can email us at mouthfeelings at weddingpunch.com. Hey, Joel, hmm. what do you have planned for September 29th? Well, my friends and I are going to go to the Arclight and see Herbie Lovebug. They're doing like a talk back. No, 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 Joel. The 29th is that oven mitt throwing contest. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. That t- oh, I double booked. Yeah. But oh. then also, I'm concerned because that's the day we're going to meet camp. Oh, we are? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to learn how to butcher. Yeah. Guys, the 29th is when I invited you all to my basement so that I could read from my journal. Oh, Guys, yeah. we've got a very big problem because we are quinta booked. Oh, <laughs> quinta booked? <laughs> quinta booked. Quinta booked. We have mouth feelings live on the 29th. Oh, oh right. At 7 at UCB Sunset. But no special guest this time. Oh, no, guys, there is going to be a special guest. Who? What? Retta. <gasps> Retta from Parks and Rec and Good Girls and from being an awesome person in the world? That Retta, yes. <laughs> and at UCB Sunset, UCB just to confirm. Sunset. Tickets at sunset.ucbtheater.com. Join. Join us. Join us. See you there. Campfire. <laughs>